Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell, broker owner of ERA Russell Realty Group. He is a 10-year licensed broker who has successfully coached and trained over 500 agents and turned his independent brokerage into a $50 million company before joining one of the top real estate franchises, ERA. Evan delivers his real-world real estate experience to you, the real estate agent. You can follow Evan on the Twitter feed at WorkWithEvan using hashtag AskEvan. For all your questions, concerns, comments, ideas, or anything else real estate related. It's a Monday, August 20th, 2018. Let me see what episode this is. If you go to EvanLive.com, if you haven't already, all the episodes are there. And uh, this is episode number 220. Not bad, huh? 220 episodes in there. EvanLive.com's got all the past uh, calls, podcasts, recordings, whatever you call them, trainings. Some people call them webinars, even though they're not on the web. Anything is there, EvanLive.com. So got a good group of you today. I do have a dashboard. I can see who's on. I can see what numbers are on. And I appreciate those of you who have jumped on. So we're going to talk about something completely different today. Not completely different from me, but maybe completely different for you. I actually pulled this information from my 2012, February 22nd, 2012 spring market boot camp uh, that we held. Now, 2012 was, was, was Russell Realty Group at the time, not ERA Russell Realty Group. And uh, we had a good class at that. We went down to a diner in Medford, uh, Lino and Audrey's, and um, had a good little nighttime spring market boot camp. So what I've done is I've pulled two pages out of this. And it's basically called, what are your fears in real estate? And what we called at that time, the oh snap questions, right? Questions that are asked of you that are you like, oh, you know, probably could say, oh shit, but didn't want to say that. So we say the oh, oh snap questions. All right. So I would ask you, you know, what is your biggest fear in real estate? What are you afraid of? Right. You guys have to be afraid of something because I don't see a whole bunch of Facebook marketing. I don't see a whole bunch of postcards going out. There's something's holding you back. Right, And the question is, you think about it. What is holding you back? What's preventing you from going out and sticking your head out there just a little further to try to find that one extra deal on your road to six? Right Now, we know the road to six, company-generated leads, sphere of influence, referrals, seller leads, self-generated and paid is the road to six, six deals a year. Right. So what are your biggest fears? What's holding you back? Is it lack of experience? Well, I don't know what to say, or I don't know what to do, I don't know how to comp a home, I don't know how to use technology. Is it lack of experience? Is it talking to somebody and having them actually say yes? Client saying yes, meaning it's game time. Oh, my God, I need to actually do the work now. So do we get so spun up? A lot of times people will call and they'll ask, you know, they'll ask us, you know, hey, I got to call this guy, what should I say? And they get a script and dialogue down and they get ready to go and, okay, I'm going to make the call. And then, boom, you get their voicemail, right? You get all hyped up for making a call and having a good conversation, ready for the guy to say, yeah, man, I want to work with you, and you get their voicemail. And then what do you say on the voicemail? Uh, my name's Evan, and uh, I was just calling to uh, see if you, like, um, maybe uh, wanted to, like, sell your house or something, right? So do we, do we not know the scripts and dialogues? Are we afraid that, that we're going to get somebody? So the question is, are you hoping to get their voicemail 
and not get the live person, then you can say, yeah, but I called them. Called them, they're not getting back to me. So do you really want to connect with the guy? Or do you want the guy to call you and say, hey, Evan, my name's Bob. I registered on the site, and I would like to buy three houses, a million dollars for cash today, and I want to close in five days, and I don't want you to do any work. Is that what we're waiting for? Would we rather email? Now, this one's a little older because it changed up a little bit, but would we rather email the lead versus calling them? I, I'm, I'm a soft communication guy. I think email is better anyway. But there is an argument that says the phone, the phone, the phone. And there is a time and a place for the phone. So are you, are you afraid of the phone? Are you afraid of making the call? Well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what I do if I get my voicemail. All right? Are you afraid to fake it till you make it or, quote, unquote, act as if? I am the top salesperson in North Reading. I don't care what, what others say. I'm the best one here. I'm the best choice for the job. Or are you like, well, I've only sold one house and, you know, I don't really know the market and, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. How do I, you know, where do I put a sign for my open houses? And what do I do if someone wants to make an offer? And those types of things. Are you just to grab the bull by the horns and say, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. How's that go? Let's do it. Or are we going to say, oh, gee, I don't know. So let's pretend this was a paying job, right? You're getting paid for your hourly work. Would you be scared then? Would you go to your boss every three seconds and say, well, how do I send an email? Well, how do I use the software? Well, what do I do here? What do I do there? No. You'd figure it out because if you went to ask your boss 900 questions, you'd probably get fired. You're incompetent. You don't know what you're doing. You're not a self-starter. You're not learning fast enough. Right? At that point, you would be like, okay, well, you know, this person's not grasping it. She's taking too much of my time and effort. We don't need them here anymore. So when you have a job that pays, you really almost have to figure it out to a certain degree. Right? Here's another one. Here's your fears. Are you think buyers are easier? Are buyers easier than sellers? I would argue that point until the cows come home. Right? Sellers are definitely easier to work with than buyers. There's no doubt about that. And with buying, with buyers, there's no loyalty for the most part. And the last are you afraid or, or misconception is, you know, rentals are easier. We're not doing a whole lot of rentals here right now, but uh, at, over the years we've definitely had some rental agents come and go, be successful on the rental front ride the waves and then, you know, decide they're not going to be successful at rentals anymore. We definitely have that. So I would ask you, what else are your fears? Right? I would say the biggest fear right now is technology. The biggest fear is not understanding how the systems work. The biggest fear is not knowing how to do a CMA, not, how to price, not, not knowing how to price the home. Another biggest fear is not feeling that you're worthy of the, of the commission or the program that you offer. We're doing the 1%, but some people kind of hide behind the 1% because they don't think they're worthy of the 4%. All right, so that leads me to my oh, snap questions or my what I like to call the oh, shit questions. So someone asks you, hey, listen, got your information, love to work with you. By the way, how long have you been in real estate? And your answer to that is, oh, gee, I've been in it like three months, two months. You're my first client. You're my first call. Right, how do we answer that question? How long have you been in real estate? How long have you been in the market? How long have you been selling homes in Natick? Uh, well, I haven't been. How long have you been selling homes in North Reading? Well, um, I just kind of started, but my friend does it a lot. Right? So there's the first question. The second question is how many homes have you sold? How many, how, many homes, how many homes have you sold? And you could say how many homes have you sold this year or in the last six months or, have ha- or other questions that, that, are, that are close to that. How many, you know, how many homes have you sold in, in 
North Reading? How many homes have you sold in Worcester? How many homes have you sold in New Hampshire? How many homes have you sold? All right, what's your success rate? What, pro- what are the pricing trends you're seeing? How's the market? Those questions that you have to have an answer to. And I refer back to what I always do in the old David Ortiz example, or in this particular case, if you're a Red Sox fan, the J.D. Martinez example. All J.D. Martinez does, for the most part, is hit. But he's the best hitter, that, he's the best hitter in the league right now. Why is that? It's because he studied and they've, they've documented this through the entire season, studying his iPad. He's studying the pitchers. He's studying his swing. He's studying the situation. He understands the crowd at Fenway Park. He knows the parks. He knows the shift. He knows all those things he needs to know. But he practices, and he rehearses, and he goes in the batting cage. When's the last time you asked yourself, hey, Evan, how's the market? And did you answer that question? Hey, Evan, what are you seeing in the market today? Hey, Evan, I'd love to sell my house, but I'm not sure what it's worth. When have you asked yourself those questions? Okay, so how many homes have you sold in the last year or so? Answer that question. How many homes have you sold in the last year? None? Well, there's a better answer for that, right? What's the answer? I'm part of a larger team, and my larger team sells approximately 180 homes a year. I want to hire a local agent. Do we know why that's not a good question? Right? They ask you, say, yeah, I'd really like to work with you, but and we just had this situation out. So let me stop for a second before we run out of time. These, these questions are brought up today based on my own failures. My last three or four listings that I've had have not gone so well. I've got two now that haven't gone so well. I had a listing we took last week that basically canceled on us, right, for whatever reason. We have, we, we've, we've hit a little dry spell, right? Evan, Evan doesn't hit a home run every time. Evan fails just like you guys do. And sometimes I fail miserably. And in the last week or two, I've failed miserably. I've had some serious, uh, you know, setbacks in, in our own marketing here within these, this little office here, this little condo. And frankly, some of it's been embarrassing. And frankly, some of it probably could have been avoided, right? But we didn't, we didn't overcome the objections right. When, when my seller who just canceled on us said, I really want to work with a local agent, I didn't answer that question the right way, right? When, when they asked how many homes I sold in this particular town, I didn't answer that question the right way. I kind of rested on my laurels and kind of, you know, how dare you question me and all this other kind of stuff. And the relationship went sour very fast. And it was, frankly, embarrassing and painful. And it happens to all of us. It doesn't just happen to, to you guys. It happened to me. It's happened twice. We had two nice opportunities here in this office, which both got spoiled, both because the conversation that I was put in or the objections I was given after the fact weren't objections I was expecting or waiting for. So J.D. Martinez, the bottom of the eighth, gets a curveball instead of a fastball, and he swings and misses miserably. He swings so hard his helmet comes off, and he looks like a complete goof, or he chases a pitch in the dirt or, or whatever. Right? He just caught off guard, wasn't ready. And I don't want you guys to be caught off guard. Real estate is all around you. I had the fortunate, the fortunate weekend. I went to the Red Sox twice this weekend. I went Friday night and Saturday night. Both nights I sat next to really cool people, both of which turned into real estate conversations. Now, I didn't have a business card with me. I wasn't really there to pick up real estate leads. And, for, and frankly, I think a business card would have been inappropriate. But I was wearing my shirt, and those people know where to find me. And the conversations that we had while eating hot dogs at Fenway were really good conversations. They, they were feel-good conversations. Will they result in business? Probably not. Well, pr- definitely not. But it was nice to have a good conversation and be ready for the questions. So the questions will come up at the wrong time. 
and you won't be ready for them. So the best thing for you to do is to practice and be ready for them. All right, I want to hire a local agent. I'm already working with an agent. I want to speak to listing agents directly. Questions that you may get that may strike fear. Oh, I got your information. Oh, you're not the listing agent? Well, I want to talk to the listing agent. Okay, bye. Thanks for calling. How are you going to get through that? Now, of course, these are conversations for another time. We don't have the time to go through all of them. But objection handling is something that we definitely should be going through. I want to speak to the listing agent directly, or I thought you were the listing agent, or I, I can get a better deal through working through the listing agent. Oh, you're not a full-time buyer agent. Oh, you live in North Reading, and I'm looking at Waltham. Right? Those objections you have to go through. Those are the oh, shit questions. Those are the ones that you have to kind of kind of act as if a little bit. Well, I know the Waltham market. I don't, know, I don't know any market 100%, but I know a lot of markets 80%. And I'm certainly capable of helping you through the Waltham market. And the questions that, that they ask you, well, does the T go to Waltham? Is there bus in Waltham? What about the, the, you know, the turnpike traffic? What about the 95 traffic? Those questions you have to be ready to answer. They can't be, I don't know. You can say, you know what, I'm part of a larger team. We've been very successful in Waltham. Let me ask around. I'll get you some answers. Right? You guys know how to do that. When your kids ask you a question and you don't know the answer to, you don't sit there and say, I don't know. Good question, kid. I don't know. So those are the oh shit questions, right? How long have you been in real estate? How many homes have you sold? How many have you listed? What are the market stats? How's the market? I want to how you're not a local agent. I want to work with a local agent. Listen, I can manage a house in, in North Reading in a town like, I don't know, let's just stick with Waltham because we won't use the town in which we canceled listings in. Let's use Waltham. I can manage a listing in Waltham just as well as I can manage in North Reading. You know that and I know that. But what we need to do is we need to convince the seller of that. We need to convince the seller that it doesn't matter where our home office is or where we physically live. It doesn't really matter as to how the effectiveness of marketing a home. We can do it without that. Okay? I'm already working with an agent. That's a tough question because you really don't want to step on their toes. I want to speak to the listing agent directly. It happens all the time, especially with e-leads. Oh, you're not the listing agent of South Street? Oh, I thought you were. And then think about what other questions and let me know. Call me, text me, email me. Hey, Evan, this came up, that came up. Okay, then what are your fears? Lack of experience, client saying yes, meaning you need time to go to work, hoping to get your voicemail and not get the person live because you have this whole script and dialogue and you're afraid to call them, emailing a lead or texting a lead. Well, I don't want to text a lead. It's intrusive. Well, I don't want to call a lead because they might be busy. Well, you got to do something. They put their name in a box. You got to reach out to them somehow. You have to do what's comfortable for you, but you have to do something. You can't just let it sit there. They're not going to come into your website and say, oh, gee, I put my name in a box. Let me call you and say, hey, I'm ready to buy a house now. I got 20% down. I can close in 30 days. Let's go. They're not going to do that. We know that's the fact. So you got to be ready to act as if. Yes, I know Waltham Market. Yes, I understand the traffic patterns. Yes, I can find out about the buses. Yes, I know what jobs and companies are down there. Yes, I can help you. And if I don't help you, I know who can. Or I can get the answers of someone who can, from someone who can. Okay, buyers are not easier. Don't fall on that trick. All right, buyers are not easier. In fact, they're, they're much harder. And another call at another, another, another time, we'll go through the buyer-to-seller ratio, how many hours you spend with the buyer versus how many hours you spend with the seller for the same money and less effort. Think how many first sale by owners making moves expired you can, you can prospect on a Saturday as opposed to driving around Waltham looking at four houses in three hours. Now, of course, a buyer is a now buyer, we think, if they don't decide to change their mind or work with someone else. But if it's a coal buyer that you just met in time, and we'll go through that in another call. All right? 
Okay, guys, we always have to be prepared. Be prepared for whatever comes at you. If there are questions that have come to you that I haven't answered, let me know. I'd be happy to answer them. Well, I basically have rebuttals for all these. Any good sales trainer, any good salesperson would. Uh, that's why they're in the book. All right? So let's not get stuck. Let's practice. Instead of singing, you know, to the floor of Georgia Line on your way home today or just singing your favorite country song or whatever you got, why don't you say, hey, Evan, how's the market today? Hey, Evan, how's the market conditions in Natick? See how you answer. See what comes up. See if you can come up with the answer. I'd love to know. All right, guys? All right, hope you enjoyed. Hope this makes some sense. Let me know if you need anything. Be around all day. Catch you later, guys. Thank you for listening to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell. To listen to a previous episode of our HTC podcast, you can visit evanlive.com or find him in the iTunes Music Store.